Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. It's District 23 Republican, the great state of uh, Texas. It's Tony Gonzalez. Tony, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Pags. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, you're very welcome. So I'm watching uh, the TV at the gym today, and, and you see all these ads for um, your district is, uh, I'm not worried about you, although people need to go in and vote for you, but District 28 is up for grabs, 34 is up for grabs. And for those who are watching from around the country and listening from around the country, those are all border um, districts. And that's a very important segment of our population for this this coming election across the land, not just in Texas. And I know that you're down there at the border all the time. You've got the largest border district uh, in, in the entire country, right? Yeah, I have 42% of the southern border, 823 miles. You know, I'm excited. Last last cycle, I won this seat. It was always a 50-50 race, yeah. and I won by four percentage points, which is unheard of. And one of the things that we've done is this has never just been about me, Pags. It's always been about our country. You know, I served 20 years in the Navy. I love this country. And so we helped Myra Flores get elected. She's been a great new member. We're helping Monica De La Cruz get, get elected. And there's plenty of others. There's folks... Juan Siscomani in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of border. We'll have, we may have more uh, re- Republicans represent the border than Democrats for the first time in history. But but I've seen the attack ads from uh, Gonzalez against Flores. I've seen the attack ads from Cuellar against uh, Cassie Garcia. So when we're watching this unfold, I don't know what leg they have to stand on. I was asking a friend earlier today, what exactly is it that the Democrats have in response to the border is wide open? What response do they have to fentanyl is pouring in and killing Americans? That little girls are being raped, you know, from Venezuela to to our border. Uh, what is what leg do they have to stand on, Tony? Because I'm not sure what the argument is against you and the others that you and I. Just just mentioned they have not the democrats house democrats have abandoned uh texas yes and everyone knows that you know i'm in i'm in marathon texas right now uh very close to the border it's in brewster county this county is larger than some states i've been i spent the last few days uh with the sheriff sheriff dotson here and and the smuggling is out of control the amount of fentanyl that is coming over over our border is out of control and anyone that lives along the border will tell you the exact same thing their lives are turned upside down. So House Democrats are going to be in for a rude awakening. They're going to get a buzzsaw. I'm looking at it this way, though. When, when House Republicans win back the majority, we can't just be the party that points fingers at the other side. We have to go on the offensive. And part of that is we gotta we have to secure this border. And that starts by ending catch and release. All House Republicans are committed to doing that. You're going to see other initiatives, too, you know, uh, like these repatriation flights. If you don't qualify for asylum, you get sent back to your country of origin. These are just some of the tangible things I think you're going to see House Republicans uh, be united on getting accomplished. It is uh, Tony Gonzalez, District 23 Republican, the great state of Texas. The fentanyl uh, issue, and it's not, these aren't overdoses. I think you and I agree these are poisonings. This yes. is uh, a poison that's being sent from China into Mexico and other parts south of us, come across the border, and it's killing more people every day than, than guns ever will. Yet we focus on guns, we focus on, uh, on uh, um, uh, more regulation and control by government when it comes to our actual Second Amendment right, but we ignore the fact that fentanyl is killing so many Americans. What is it going to be, 110,000 this year, something like that? And, and and it's just not slowing down. You've got a million getaways at the border that didn't even have contact with anybody at the border that you know, you, we both know, are carrying fentanyl and marijuana and cocaine and meth and everything else across the border. Is anything being done on an administration level? It's supposed to be constitutionally their job, their duty, their responsibility to lock down the border. Are they doing anything to slow this down? 
You know, Pags, this is a part that boggles my mind. You know, I spent 20 years in the Navy, uh, two, uh, I mean, five years at war. I fought in two wars. I fought in Iraq and Afghanistan. This really feels like a third war, meaning China, this is absolutely systematic. And China is poisoning our kids and they're doing it using fentanyl and they're in, in cahoots with the, with the, these cartels. And we see that. So the part that gets me is instead of the administration and the House Democrats going, this is our opportunity for to work together for the betterment of all Americans. They're just turning a, a blind eye. They're so politically uh, inept that they're willing to turn a blind eye to the fentanyl that's killing Americans. I I'm excited. I work with Brad Winstrup. He's a he's a member of Congress out of Ohio. Right. And we're pushing to make fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction because I absolutely believe that's exactly what it is. I've got to ask you about uh, Secretary Mayorkas. We, we know that the guy's doing a horrible job. He's lied oftentimes about how secure the border is. It's not. Um, but when it comes to the whipping of Haitians coming across the border that you and I both knew day one didn't happen. The photographer that took the picture of the guy holding the reins and there was a, some sort of a juxtaposition in the picture that looked like it might have been in the same proximity as the Haitian uh, illegal immigrant coming across. But that photographer himself told the DHS that day there was no whipping. They were not hitting them. They were nowhere near hitting. It's just an optical illusion. We know that Mayorkas knew that day one. We've got like emails that prove that he knew that day one, yet he continued to lie for months and months about these good men and women on the border that are just doing their best job to protect our sovereignty. Should he step down? Should he be kicked out? I mean, there's, I can't, Tony, I can't think of an excuse for why he lied for this long. You're 100% right. He should have resigned a year ago. Uh, we House Republicans have to put enough pressure on him to either impeach him or get him to resign. You know, imagine if you're a Border Patrol agent or you work in DHS and your boss not only doesn't have your back, but your boss is actively trying to get you fired. I mean, it's just by lying about you by lying. Yeah. By lying. And, and he even knows the details, but yet he goes in there. This is, this is Biden, Biden administration. One Oh one is even when they're wrong, they double down on a bad, on a bad, uh, a play. And yeah. they're willing to do that. They're willing to throw anybody under the bus in order to accomplish it. This is dangerous. And look, I, I, I was in um, El Paso. My district goes all the way to El Paso, Pags. Wow. I was in El Paso a few days ago. Right now, there's 700 illegal aliens under the bridge. You could have blindfolded me, and I would have thought I was in Del Rio a year ago. Yeah. Right now in the detention facility, it's supposed to hose a, ho hold a maximum of 1,040 people. It holds 3,600 but yet we hear nothing about what is happening. We have to expose this administration for what they're doing. Yeah, but why isn't AOC down there crying? The humanity of it all. You know, put on a white outfit and cry and then fake cry and then say that women are being forced to drink out of toilets, which never happened, and that Border Patrol agents are hitting on AOC. These people are nuts. Uh, they went there and they did all this acting job, all this fake drama, when Trump actually had the border safest that we've seen in, in yes. half a century. And now they're not going anywhere near it. Have you yourself, because you work with these people, have you implored them, hey, come with me, come to the border. Let me show you what's happening today. You know, Pags, I've hosted 74 members of Congress at the border. I mean, real, untapped, unfiltered, not what you see on Fox or right. anywhere, just unfiltered. 74 members. Out of that, there's been three Democrats. Wow. Three Democrats that have taken up my, my offer. And here's the thing. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. I, I'd argue one of one of my my strongest advocates to help me secure the border is uh, is Darren Soto, 
a, a Democrat out of Florida. Yeah. Why? Because he came down and saw it. He goes, Tony, this has to stop. So they need to do more of that. It's absolutely criminal the way they've abandoned the administration. I, I want to mention one thing. Please. You know, I got a text message yesterday from the ambassador of Guatemala, and he sent me some photos. We tweeted it out here a little while ago. And he goes, Tony, we have tens of thousands of Venezuelans at our border. You know, can, are you willing to get on a call with the president of Guatemala? And I actually just did a half hour ago. And the president of Guatemala is jumping up and down going, Tony, we are getting overrun here. We need help. Can you lean on anyone to put political pressure? We need help because what you see now, in two weeks, you're going to see this exact mob on the border in Del Rio or El Paso in two wow. weeks. It is uh, Tony Gonzalez, District 23, Republican, great state of Texas. So that brings me to, to, to the next point. Last week, the Biden administration basically said, we're going to go back to stay in Mexico, but only for Venezuelans. And I'm confused by this. Venezuelans, I think, have a legitimate asylum claim. They should stop in the first country, that's a free country, and get asylum there. For some reason, they think they get to come here. International law says stop in Mexico, stop in Guatemala, wherever you can that is more free than where you're leaving, that's where you stay. For some reason, they keep on coming here. But this administration about six months ago told Cubans don't come here either. So Cubans and Venezuelans both have a legitimate claim, I believe, to, for their safety, and they're not going to be thrown in jail for their beliefs or whatever. Um, everybody else, though, is not getting that stay in Mexico order. Tony, what's going on? When Trump was in office, he had stay in Mexico for everybody until you had your, your presentation at court and you could apply for asylum and 90% get turned away. Why is it only Venezuelans, do you think? Biden and, and the House Democrats, led by Pelosi, they hate, they hate Trump and, and this country so much they're willing to double down on their bad policies. Look, the immigration system has been broken for a very long time, but they have taken a broken system and now it's non-existent. You make a valid point. What about the people that are legitimately, that do have political asylum right. claims? What happens to them? They get rolled up just the same. And, and, and you know what? They're not encouraging legal immigration at all. Folks that want to come over and work. We have work shortages in every industry. They have just come completely gone all in on illegal immigration. They don't care. It's dangerous. They're going to get pummeled. You're going to see in the in the elections, they're going to get pummeled. And, and to me, this is an opportunity for House Republicans, honestly, up and down the ballot, Republicans in general, to win over the Hispanic population, in particular, the Mexican-American population that believes in God, that believes in family, that serves our country. This is an opportunity for us. And when we do have that power, we have to implement policies in place that secure our border, like ending catch and release. I want to get into school safety in a second, but one last question on the border. Let's say that the House goes Republican and the Senate goes Republican. That can only happen if those watching and listening go and vote. Make sure that you go and vote. Let's say you guys get the House and the Senate back. Uh, you still have the executives in the hands of Joe Biden. Can you force his hand on the border? What can you actually make him do if he doesn't sign it? You know, Pags, there's been a couple of really cool moments as me being a member of Congress. And one was to listen to uh, former former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. And he was talking about when he rolled out his, uh, his contract with America in 1994. And he goes, people forget it took me years. It took our it took House Republicans years before we had enough political pressure on on Bill Clinton to either veto and we were going to shut the government down or we were going to prevent things or take our deal. And so I think there's an opportunity here for House Republicans with this commitment to America. If we stay on message, if we highlight, if we use the power of the purse, I sit on the appropriations committee. Yeah. People forget 
The power of the purse resides in the House. If we start there, I think there's an opportunity for us to put the political pressure on this administration to go, you will either do what we want or you are going to continue to fail miserably. I'm optimistic it can happen, but it only happens if we win some of these seats that you mentioned, yeah. like Monica Dela Cruz and Juan Siscomani in Arizona and Myra Flores comes back and others. We need to win these. Yeah, I agree with you. It's uh, Tony Gonzalez, District 23, Republican, great state of Texas. You know, Bill Clinton was smart enough to realize that his legacy would be nothing if he didn't start yes. agreeing. And in fact, in one of the State of the Union addresses, I remember him saying, we have to close the border and stop illegal aliens from coming in. He literally said those words in a State of the Union address. Now you can't say those words or else you're canceled. Uh, Tony, I've got to talk about school safety. Uvalde, obviously, is in your district. Um, I, when I had Maida on last week, she said that she's pushing for billions of dollars uh, in more funding for school safety, and that would include a good guy with a gun to stop a bad guy when he comes in, uh, or should he even try to come in. I know that you, you've just gotten something done that was in the tune of millions. W- what is it that you want to see happen in schools because the left keeps on talking about gun control and Second Amendment and assault weapons, when in actuality, I just want my kid to come home safely at the end of the day, and good guys on campus, I think, can protect them. What, what do you want to do? You're, you're spot on. Look, the left just wants to talk about uh, weapons, banning we- assault weapons. The reality is no matter what we do, it will never be enough for them. They will continue to move the line, move the line. I, I haven't even engaged in that conversation. I've gone all in on bringing real things to real people. I'm really excited. We were able to secure $442,000 with the Uvalde Independent School District. It just Good. happened a day or two ago. And this hardens their school. It gives them money for, for resource uh, school resource officers and other things that they need in order to be safe and secure. Part of it too is just, just having the resources. Look, I'm in, I'm in Marathon, Texas right now. I'm at, the, I'm at the Gage Hotel. Here in Marathon, this school has 60 kids in the school. It's the second smallest ISD in Texas. And guess what? They, the, in their gym, I'll just give you an example. In their gym, they don't have AC, so they have to keep the doors open in order to, you know, in order to use that facility. Well, guess what? That's a safety issue. Anyone can walk right in there. What I'm getting at is we have a long way to go on bringing real, tangible resources to the state of Texas. It's, it's with our schools. All our kids need to be safe and secure. There's also guardian programs where you have armed uh, teachers on state. That works as well. But at the end of the day, though, we got to get away from this rhetoric. People just want to dive in and blame each other. That gets us nowhere. That, that yeah. makes our kids no safer than, than what we were yesterday. U.S. Representative Tony Gonzalez, District 23, Republican, great state of Texas. One last question, Tony, and it's got to be about the training of the officers. Everybody saw that video. The officers were listening to their on-site command. The command was wrong, didn't have his radio. He's now out of a job. They were all suspended. The entire department was suspended because the reviews continue to happen. Is there money for training? I think that you had some really good people there that day that either didn't know what to do or were listening to bad instruction from the uh, the on-site commander. Is there training money too? There is. There is absolutely money for training in there. Uh, what I'll say, this is what every school I go to, this is what I tell them. And they all nod in agreement. What happened in Uvalde can happen anywhere. Yeah. And we have to be prepared for that with training, with resources and, and, our, and our police officers. They, they should be focused on protecting our schools and our community. A lot of people don't realize that the Uvalde, Uvalde school went into lockdown 48 times before the school shooting. Why? Because of the border, because of these high speed chases right. that were coming into town. So that also wore on everybody. So, so part of it is resources in there for training. The other part is basic communications. I was able to secure $5.4 million 
for nine counties in my district. So that way we can use basic communication to have everybody on the same radio. It sounds it sounds simple enough, right. but believe it or not, not everybody is even on the same radio network. So a lot of it starts there. You got you have people like Beto who's out there claiming that Greg Gabbett took money away from Uvalde's uh, communications. Uh, I, I said last question, but maybe give me 30 seconds on this. What about the lies from the left? The, the left is lying like you or, or Abbott or somebody somehow let Uvalde happen. And then they're lying like, like O'Rourke, Robert Francis is out there lying and saying that the state of Texas took money away. Uh, if, if the money would have gone, they could have communicated that day. That's not true. Uh, Arredondo just didn't have his radio with him. So what do you say to that? You know, it's not only lying pags, they're praying. They're, they're yeah. praying upon the death of children. I mean, it's the most disgusting thing possible. Like, how do we, we protect all of our children? Instead, they'd rather use politics for it, and they get away with it. It's absolutely evil. It's disgusting. I, I don't even engage in that. I've decided okay. to go all in on how do we bring tangible things to, to Texas. I love it. Tony Gonzalez, U.S. Representative, District 23. Thanks for the good job you do for us every day, Tony. Thanks. Come back soon. Thanks, Pax. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's a Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on, lots to get to. Case Smythe. Next hour, we talk about it. looks like after six weeks, they're, they're trying to push, push the PM out of uh, England already. I don't get it. She's been the prime minister like six weeks. They already want her gun. We'll talk about why that is. Also talk about why the rise in crime is happening. And I asked a very direct question. Why don't Democrats ever come up with a reason why it's happening? We all know that it's happening. Republicans seem to have some reasons and conservatives seem to have some solutions. But Democrats never seem to have to answer for this rise in crime. We'll talk about that. We've got more Joe Biden sound bites. He's asking about the price of gas in California, which is averaging $7 a gallon. And his answer just doesn't make any sense. We'll have that for you, too. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on all the social media. By the way, Truth Social is on the Google Play Store now. You can get it on an Android device. So go and get it and follow me, Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Quick break. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pegg Show.